bringing you the very best in contemporary music. music. Believe it. How many believe? It? Whatever you need, 
you help somebody next to you. And what I want you to do is say three words, and I want you to press down on his shoulders real quickly. If you want God to bless them and bless you, that sickness in your body, that financial problem, oh, you ain't got to say nothing. If you need a healing right now, when God touched my body that Wednesday night, I didn't have to wait till Thursday. He touched me right then. How many believe he can move in again? Whatever you need from the Lord, I want you to press down and help your partner get his blessing. I want you to say three words. I want you to press down and say, right now, Jesus. Come on, say it till you feel it in your soul. Right now, Jesus. Say, right now, Jesus. Say, right now, Jesus. Right now. Right
I'm glad about it. Say he made a way. And there was no way. There was no way. He specializes in things that seem impossible. Jesus made. Let's 
I need 
cup runs on. My cup runs on. Over and over. I receive every blessing you have for me. Touch me, Jesus, and hold on. 
No man, no weapon Formed against death, glory is destined Everyday women and men become legends Sins that go against our skin become blessings The movement is a rhythm to us Freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us Justice for all just ain't specific enough One son died, the spirit is revisiting us True and living, living in us Resistance is us That's why Rosa sat on the bus that's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch. We gon' run with it now. Never look back. We done gone hundreds of miles from dark roads, heroes to become a hero. Facing the league of justice. His power was the people. Enemy is lethal. A king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. No one can win the war individually. It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call Victor the coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out. Oh, so oh.
Chapter verse number 28 declares that all things work together for the good of them who love God and to them that are called according to his purpose. Tonight we got a simple message for you. 
the very best in contemporary music. Traditional music. All right. 
most gracious God. No Come on in the 
It makes no difference what the situation may be when I call on Jesus. He rescued me. I'm glad I've decided I'll tell all of my enemies that all I shall not, shall not be moved. I look up in the face and I say, glory to his name, yes, oh, I shall not be Oh, Lord, have mercy, saying glory to his name, yes, I
to join with you today in what will go down in history as the greatest demonstration for freedom in the history of our nation. Five score years ago, great American in whose symbolic shadow we stand today signed the Emancipation Proclamation. This momentous decree came 
as a great beacon light of hope to millions of Negro slaves who had been seared in the flames of withering injustice. It came as a joyous daybreak to end the long night of their captivity. But 100 years later, the Negro still is not free. There are those who are asking the devotees of civil rights, when will you be satisfied? We can never be satisfied as long as the Negro is the victim of the unspeakable horrors of police brutality. We can never be satisfied as long as our children are stripped of their selfhood and robbed of their dignity by signs stating for whites only. No, no, we are not satisfied, and we will not be satisfied until justice rolls down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream.
Put your hand 
You know, out of all the wrong we do, God is merciful enough and kind enough to give us another chance to get ourselves together. And Lord, I'm asking you right now to give me one more chance, dear Lord, one more chance, Cause I know we will see me through one more chance. Dear Lord, give me one more chance. One more chance. Dear Lord, give me one more chance. Lord, if you have mercy, give me one more chance.
straight away before. All I want you to do is give me one more chance. Lord, I won't pray away no more. All I want you to do is give me one more chance. I'll stay on the battlefield. All I want you to do is give me one more chance. I'll fight. I'll fight till my days are done. Hold on. I can't make it if you won't give me one more chance. Are you looking for the Word of God? then you don't have to look anymore. You can tune in and listen to this powerful man of God, Reverend Robert E. Allison, fulfilling wisdom and knowledge from the Word of God right here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast. Reverend Robert E. Allison, a man with dignity, a man with power, and a man that brings forth understanding. When running a race, a runner sees signs along the way, signposts that let them know of their progress along the way. The same is with this race that we are running. There are signs that tell us of our progress. How far do we have to go until we reach our destiny? I'm going to talk about destiny. I'm going to talk about heaven. I'm going to talk about life and death. I'm going to talk about perseverance. I'm going to talk about endurance, the millennial kingdom, the thousand-year reign of Jesus here on the earth that's coming. I'm going to talk about angels and demons. Apostasy, the falling away from the faith. I'm going to talk about faith. I'm going to talk about all things eternal. These are just some of the things that God has put on my heart. My name is Robert Ellison. I'm coming to you from Fort Washington, Maryland. Be sure to join in with Reverend Robert E. Ellison with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast every Monday, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. NFI, North Carolina, Georgia, California, New York, Seattle, Washington, around the world, in studio. NFI Radio Gospel Network, the number one quartet station in the world. You are listening to the NFI Radio Gospel Network. Raleigh, North Carolina, in radio host, Patricia Waterbury, playing all of your favorite hits. And now, I don't know about you. But I am ready for the man of God, who is a preacher, a teacher, and a giver. Now without further ado, let's welcome back the Honorable, Pastor Cecil Wilson, of the True Community Church, Siler City, North Carolina. Good morning, Pastor Wilson. Welcome back. Good morning to you. I'm Pastor Cecil Wilson of the True Community Church in Siler City, North Carolina. Today we're going to Proverbs, the 20. Second chapter and the seventh verse. Proverbs, the 22nd chapter and the seventh verse. 
uh, join me in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, God Almighty, and we come now humbly submitting ourselves to the mercies of God. And we just want to say thank you. We come now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Our Lord and Savior. We thank you for you've been so good to us. We thank you, kind Father, for how you watched over us through the day and the night. You kept us from danger seen and unseen. We say thank you. Now, Lord, there's someone listening to us this morning. And someone need a touch from the Lord. Someone need to be encouraged. Someone need to be lifted up. Someone need to be set free. Lord, we come now in the name of Jesus. We proclaim it, the victory. Hallelujah. And we join them in prayer. The day shall be the head and not the tail. And we speak in life over them right now in the name of Jesus. Come off of that bed of affliction. Rise up and walk. Hallelujah. Hold your head up high and look to the hills for which cometh your help. And your help is coming from the Lord above. Tell God, thank you. Hallelujah. Those names that have been called out to us from week to week, we have not forgotten about it. We're lifting them up now. Hallelujah. In the spiritual realm, heavenly dove. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, take it right now. Hallelujah. And you know who they are. Carry them before the throne of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we go into Proverbs, the 22nd chapter and the 7th verse. And it reads, The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Now, I want to use for a subject this morning, I'm free. I am free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. When people hear of servant, uh, the first thing they think about is working or a job. And But this is referring to being a debtor to the rich and in debt to sin. Among the most obvious ways you can become a debtor or a servant is to your lifestyle. Among the most obvious ways you can become a debtor or a servant to your lifestyle is with your job. Many of us stay on jobs uh, long past retirement age, jobs we may not even like anymore, but we have to stay on it because of the certain lifestyle that we want to live. And we never get enough money, it seems, and, and seems like the money is always the problem. Is it the money the problem, or is it the debt or those too many bills that is creating the problem? Stay with me. People just won't stop creating more debt at retirement age and still creating debt. Pay off one thing and go right back in debt for another. Die and leave here struggling and in debt. I don't know if they put epitaph on their headstone, says died struggling. Not death in a struggle or a fight, but struggling trying to make ends meet. Apparently didn't realize that Jesus had already made them free. And too many times, people will become free and go right back into bondage. Bondage on the wrong job. Bondage in the wrong relationship. Bondage traveling down the wrong road of life. 
and too prideful or too fearful to yell out to God, please save me because I want to be free. And of course, you feel like you can't quit your job because you need to keep that certain lifestyle going. Oftentimes, trying to impress people who really don't even care that much for you. Stay with me now. If you're keeping that job because you rely on 100% of every paycheck to pay certain bills and you need a, the 100% of the next paycheck in the same month to pay more bills, you could be in trouble if that's the pattern that's going on. You'll never be able to leave the job no matter how much you may want to. You're in bondage. Take a turn to enter your breakthrough. Trust God and tell yourself, Jesus have already made me free. Tell God, thank you. And so when we look at it, a debtor or a servant to your lifestyle, an out-of-control spending habit that have you worrying every month, how am I going to make it? with not enough money and too much month left at the end of the month. You need to ask yourself, what motivates you? Why are you spending the way you do? Well, it's something I thought about that uh, the Holy Spirit gave me uh, that may well help you. Write this down, will you, in your notes. Create a budget. Start with writing or log down every dime or every penny you spend. I don't care if you spend it on a piece of candy. Put it in your tablet. Write it down. Put down every time you buy or spend money. And put down what you spent the money for. That's right. Put down the amount. And at the end of each day, add up the amount that you spent that day. On another page or another column, put down how much income or money you have coming in each day or each month. Take the total income. Listen there. Take the total income that you receive each month, including checks, food stamps, etc., whatever it is that you have income or money coming in, if it's gifts, put it down and divide it by 31, 31 days in a month. Divide the total monthly income by 31. For example, if the total monthly income for you is $1,000, divide 1000 by 31, and it equals $32.25 per day. Now, that's on receiving $1,000 a month, bringing home $1,000, whatever high it is, $32.25 a day you have, which means if you spend more than $30 a day, you're going to find yourself in the hole and not enough money before the month is gone. See, So you're probably spending more than $32 a day going by this example. If you buy gas every day, you probably have already blown your $32 right there. And you haven't bought any breakfast. You didn't buy any lunch yet, any dinner. You haven't done anything else. Now, do you see the picture of how you can easily be in debt and not realize it? So then you will always be a servant because you're spending more than you're taking in. 
And that is poor business practice, to say the least. And you'll never be free from debt. That's why it's important to write the vision. See how it is when you write it down? Write the vision. Put it on paper. And you'll see the real picture. And now you see the problem may not be your job. The problem just may be you. And the number one reason people don't like their job is because they think the job is the one that put them in debt. They think the job is not paying them enough money and therefore they're in debt. But it may be that you're spending more than you should be spending. Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Say Jesus, I want to be free. And with the world events and the plan to put everyone into a financial crisis, we all will need a backup plan. But it's sad that some of us don't even have a main plan. Uh, What we need is God's plan so you'll see that you're really free. And I know you've been hearing that small, still voice of God, but you have been ignoring it because you want to continue on the path that you're on because you're used to that path you're on. And a change is too frightening, too fearful, too uncertain for you. But if you look to God, look to your freedom, you'll be directed to the opportunities that will meet every need that you have, even when you find yourself in a crisis like we live in now, because our God will provide. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Malachi picked it up and said, Try me, Nancy, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should not be room enough to receive it. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says, The jar of flour will not be exhausted. And the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain upon the face of the earth. Hallelujah. And your harvest shall come. The place of God's purpose is the place of God's power. Find God's purpose. Find God's purpose for you and discover that God's power and abundance will be there waiting on you. David started as taking care of sheep. But later, look what happened. He became a king and a ruler of God's people. In other words, he became the head and not the tail. Look at Solomon. Solomon had great wealth and wisdom and was rich and not poor. The lender or ruler and not the borrower nor the servant. So don't be a debtor or a slave to the system. There are many forms of slavery. Now, one definition in the dictionary of a slave is says that one that is completely subservient to a dominating influence. And today, millions of Americans are slaves of a system, and they don't even realize it. That is a form of slavery. And millions of Americans have become deeply enslaved to a debt-based financial system. When someone enslaves someone else, the goal of the oppressor is to reap a benefit out of the servant. And today, most Americans have willingly shackled themselves to a system that systematically uh, drains their wealth and transfers it to the one who controls them. 
So you may ask, well, what what are we to do? Well, first of all, reduce your debt. First of all, reduce your debt. Find ways to create additional income. Pay off your smallest debt first. Do you hear me? That smallest debt. It may only be a hundred and some dollars. Pull your credit report and pay those small amounts off first. It'll give you hope and motivation to continue with your plan. You didn't get in debt overnight, and someone said don't expect to get out overnight. But start right now, and you'll soon be able to say, I'm free. Thank the Lord, I'm free. And so don't be a slave to substances or addictions and habits. That's right. See, God didn't want us uh, to allow other things to control us with drugs, alcohol, habits. But these are not the only substance that can control you. And it's not the only factor that's breaking up marriages and relationships. And not even the only thing taking most of your money. It's not the only thing that's taking away your happiness and your freedom. Look in the direction of too much debt. Divine providence has so ordered in the word that some are rich and others are poor. But all shall have life and have it more abundantly. And at the throne of God's grace, the poor are as welcome as the rich. But those who want to be free need to look to Jesus as the sure refuge from a storm. And much is to be enjoyed by Jesus. Much is to be enjoyed by spiritual riches. And one day we'll have eternal life on Christ. The solid rock I stand because all of the ground is sinking sand. Seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that people are hustling and bustling, working two or three jobs for, will be added on. See, you're missing out on the abundance of life. You're missing out on the riches of life. You're missing out on family. You're gone from your family. You're hustling and bustling. And those are things you cannot get back. Time, you cannot repeat it. And so this shows how important it is for every man to stay out of debt. As to the things of this life, there is a difference between the rich and the poor. But let the rich remember now, it is our Lord who made the difference. When we look in the same proverb chapter here, it tells us to train children not in the way of corrupt hearts, but in the way they should go. And it says that if you would teach them in the way they go, when they get older, they won't depart from your teaching, in which you love them so that they can prosper and God promise for them to do prosper. As soon as possible, we need to teach every child, need to lead them to the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And so there is a spiritual danger of debt. Debt can cause you to forsake your relationship with God. And when the bills come due and it's more than you can bear, don't turn your back on God. That's the time that you need to trust God's word for financial giving and reaping. And just as Elijah showed the widow lady, when you don't have much and down to your last penny, down to your last dime, down to your last dollar, use that last as a seed to sow into God's financial plan. 
and watch it multiply. Watch it be pressed down, shaken together, and end up running over. Somebody tell God, thank you. And happiness was promised to the Israelites that they shall lend to many nations, and they do, and but not borrow. Deuteronomy tells us, and, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow, signifying they shall be so rich and increased in goods and worldly substance that they should be able to lend to their neighboring nations all around them, but should stand in no need of borrowing of any of them. But they shall not reign over them. No one shall reign over Israel. That is, as long as they observe the commands of their God. But when we do not obey, when we do not follow God's plan, became a debtor, became a servant to the lender. A debtor is a slave to sin. And this is the one that will do you in, being a debtor to sin. It'll do you in. Once you start with intentional sin, it comes so easy to keep intentionally sinning. You become a slave and a debt to the sin. And Paul said, when I would do good, evil were lurking all around me. Back in the Deuteronomy, the 15th chapter, it tells us at the end of every seven years, when the seventh year comes, seven years, that's right, which is the end or last of the seventh. There was not only to be a freedom of Hebrew slaves and a Sabbath for the land in the seventh year, but also a release of debts. Do you hear me? At the end of the seven years, there would be a release of debts of which all the Israelites must have the benefit of having. And this year of release, the scripture says, typified the grace of the gospel in which is proclaimed the acceptable year of the Lord and by which we obtain the release of our debts. That is the pardon of our sins. And this law is spiritual and lays some conditions upon the thoughts of the heart. And those who keep from the act of sin must first keep out of their minds the very thought of sin. For the Lord thy God blesseth thee, the scripture goes on to say, as he promised thee. He is faithful that has promised, and he always gives the blessings, gives the blessings that he promises according to the nature of the promise. But if conditional, if it's a conditional promise, as the promises of temporal good things to Israel were, he gives according as the condition is performed. And I am hearing somebody now uh, asking, what do I need to do to be free? Right now, you need to just accept it because you have already been made free. Somebody need to sing with the songwriter, I'm free. Praise the Lord, I'm free. I'm no longer bound. There's no more chains holding me. My soul is resting, and it's just a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, I'm free. I'm no longer bound, no more debt holding me. No longer bound and no more past failures holding me. And sometimes our so-called friends and sometimes our jobs and past failures can have our soul in bondage. That's right. They can put our mind, will, and emotion in bondage and have us troubled in mind, have us broke, busted, and disgusted. But somebody needs to shout right now. I said, I'm no longer bound. 
There's no more poverty holding me. I'm no longer bound and no more addictions holding me. I'm no longer bound because no more sin will hold me. Why? Because one day a man named Jesus went to the cross. I took the keys of hell and he made me free. God sent himself to the cross to give us our freedom. And he was there as Jesus. He paid the sin debt for all mankind, past, present, and future. And all we now need to do is to accept it by faith. In other words, Jesus made us free from past, present, and future negatives of our life. Made us free from sin debt of which the human race could no longer pay. So Jesus paid off that sinful mortgage and it's marked now paid in full. Somebody out there shout, I've been redeemed. Hallelujah. And when you allow the negatives to control your thoughts and mindset, you're putting your freedom back in jeopardy. And you got to fight and bind your flesh. The flesh is there as a house for your spirit and for it to be under your control. So stop letting your flesh dictate to you how far you can go. Stop dictating to you how much you can have and how free you can be. Somebody put God, uh, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ. And by his grace, we are saved. And have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace, uh, we say through faith and that not of ourselves. It is a gift. Do you realize it? We are saved as a gift of almighty God. And not of works, the scripture said, lest any man try to take the credit. And for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God have before ordained that we should walk in them. Oh, the blood of Jesus made us free. And if Jesus made you free, somebody out the shout, you're free. I'm free indeed. Stop trying to get it. You, you, you're hustling and struggling, trying to get it. Guess what? We already have it. Hallelujah. God designed us to have it, and we definitely received it with Jesus at the cross of Calvary. You know, many times we bring the struggle on ourselves. If you have, and we will from time to time, it's part of growing up. Step out of the victim box, because if you don't, you'll never be able to see what God really had for you and what is waiting for you right now. God is standing there right now with wide open arms. Come ye who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I make you free from that sin again. Now going forward, before you take on any major undertaking, listen to me now. Consult with God. Actually, any undertaking, consult with God. But especially any major decisions. Remember, some things are not easily reversed or corrected. So think twice. You hear me? And pray and meditate. In other words, get away from the noise and the pressure that's in your head. Slow down and wait before making that final decision. Remember, 
It's never too late. Your soul and your freedom is at stake. What is it? What is that major decision that you're about to make? Is it a major career change? Is it some major purchase? Is it a new relationship? If it's a relationship or a marriage, be very, very careful. You hear me? You're about to enter into a blood covenant. So the scripture says, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. Don't become rich in salvation in Christ and poor in judgment. A decision made at the wrong time can break your spirit and, yes, can break you. Jesus said, I'm sending you a comforter. I'm going to send you a counselor. I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you an intercessor, an advocate. I'm going to send you a company keeper. I'm going to send you someone who can strengthen you, the Holy Spirit, and he will keep you free. Hallelujah. Is there one who wants to be free? You don't know Jesus and the free pardon of your sin. I extend to you an invitation right now. It's just as simple as this. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me my sins. I now accept you as my Lord and Savior. I now believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross. I believe after three days you arose from the dead and you sent it into heaven. I accept you to be the Lord over my life, over my mind, body, and soul. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I believe. Amen. Amen. You're safe. Amen. Walk in the salvation of the Lord. Somebody tell God that the angels up in heaven are rejoicing because of the decision that you just made. They just now made sure those shackles were taken off you, and they are rejoicing as you should be rejoicing because you are free. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. You are free. Praise you, Lord, because you are a believer. You are saved. Amen. Now, what better time to go to the throne of God and ask him for anything that's of heaven's blessings? Whatever it is, put it in your mind right now. What is it? Ask God in the spiritual realm right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to meet you at the altar of your heart right now. Hallelujah. It's yours for the asking. We have not because we ask not. We have not because we believe not. Remember, it's by faith. And without faith, it's going to be impossible to please God. Now, let me give you the benediction. Those of you that are giving, whether you're giving through the app or you're sending it in the mail, whichever way you're doing, we're going to pray over heaven's blessings be upon you. Now, to him that is able to keep you from falling, may he present you faultless before his throne in glory. And now I pray that everything that you've given uh, on behalf of God's earthly kingdom, hallelujah, for God's people and for God's service. And pray now that it give you back a thousand times return, turn it a hundredfold. Fill your bonds with plenty that you only have room enough to receive. Hallelujah. Pray, Lord, right now that your soul is free. Hallelujah. And you shall be free from dead debt of sin and you shall be free from that debt that you have created be free right now hallelujah we're calling in bills paid 
We call in their financial independence. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. Go to our website, truecommunitychurch.com, or write to us at Post Office Box 158, Silas City, North Carolina, and the zip code is 27344. True Community Church, where everybody is somebody, and Jesus is Lord. Don't you want to join that number? Oh, that no man can
with an issue of blood. Yeah. He turned the water into wine. He fed five thousand with two fish and five loaves of bread. And he raised Lazarus from the dead. Do you know? 
the wave. Seven days a week, Monday. Catch the wave. Seven days a week, Mondays through Sundays from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's all the way live right here from the NFI studios in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's the NFI Radio Gospel Network. Join us simply by going to our public figure page on Facebook at NFI Radio Gospel Network. Or join us on our website at NFIRadio.com. Keeping it real like a $50 bill. Telling the truth to the Lord deliver you. It's the NFI Radio Gospel Network. Your number one quartet station in the world. Hello, somebody. God can be called a friend. No other God can be called Redeemer. No other God's coming back again. Oh, and now we love your name, Jesus. You're the beautiful one. We love your name. Oh, yes. And how we love your name, Jesus, you're the beautiful one. We love your name, no other God. No other God can be called a friend. No other God can. Come me back again. And how we love, yeah. And how we love your 
your name, Jesus, beautiful one. We love your name and how we love your name, Jesus, beautiful one. We love your name and how we love your name, Jesus. Beautiful one, we love your name of mine. Are you looking for the Word of God? Then you don't have to look anymore. You can tune in and listen to this powerful man of God, Reverend Robert E. Allison, fulfilling wisdom and knowledge from the Word of God right here on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network with Approaching the Finish Line Radio Broadcast. Reverend Robert E. Ellison, a man with dignity, a man with power, and a man that brings forth understanding. When running a race, a runner sees signs along the way, signposts that let them know of their progress along the way. The same is with this race that we are running. There are signs that tell us of our progress. How far do we have to go until we reach our destiny? I'm going to talk about destiny. I'm going to talk about heaven. I'm going to talk about life and death. I'm going to talk about perseverance. I'm going to talk about endurance, the millennial kingdom, the thousand-year reign of Jesus here on the earth that's coming. I'm going to talk about angels and demons. Apostasy, the falling away from the faith. I'm going to talk about faith. I'm going to talk about all things eternal. These are just some of the things that God has put on my heart. My name is Robert Ellison. I'm coming to you from Fort Washington, Maryland. Be sure to join in with Reverend Robert E. Ellison with Approaching the Finish Line radio broadcast every Monday, 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the NL5 Radio Gospel Network. What's up, Relentless Church? I hope you're ready to worship a risen Savior today. We will bless his name at all times. Come on, put your hands on it like this. I will bless the Lord at all times And give praises shall continually be in my mouth No matter what I see or how I feel As long as I'm breathing, oh yes I'm breathing I'll bless the Lord As long as I'm breathing, oh yes I'm breathing I'll bless the Lord Father we come to bless you in the good times or the bad, we come to magnify your name. Come on, let's do it together. Say, I will bless you. Say, I will bless No matter what I see, hey, say, as long as I'm breathing. Oh, yes, I'm breathing. I'll bless the Lord. As long as I'm breathing. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Oh, magnify. Come on, let's do it together. Let us exalt you. You're worth it today, Jesus. 
down now, it's found. And lift up the name of the Most High God. Today we come to do it together. If you whip somebody, look at them and tell them, hey, let's do it together. Let's go. Come on, put your hands on it. Father, be glorified. We love you, Jesus. Hey, I will bless the Lord. And these praises shall continually be in my mouth. No matter what I Good. 
social unrest you should have lost your mind but thank God for the peace of God oh my God thank God oh my God for Jesus you you should have been dead there are some of you who should have you shouldn't even be watching this stream right now you you know the truth I don't know your testimony you know the car accident should have killed you. You know cancer should have taken you out of here. You had all the odds stacked against you, but you're still here by the grace. It's not because you're good. It's because he has been better, better than good to me. And for that, I will bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me. 